Hey there guys, thank you so much for joining me on another podcast episode. Uh, In this episode, we're taking a look at the surprising benefits that come with consistent marketing. Now this is something that I've seen not only reflected in my own, but something that my clients have shared with me after working with them to get their marketing up and running and consistent across multiple platforms. So in this episode, we're covering those benefits, um, what you stand to gain from the consistent marketing aside from the consistency itself, and how you can get started in that storytelling process. Sometimes it feels like we hit a bit of a brick wall when it comes to talking about our business. So I'm going to give you my easy tips and tricks for getting started and getting on a roll with those storytelling so you can extract all that really rich information from your business and share it with your potential customers. You ready? Let's dive in. Running a small business while raising small humans in a small town is tough, but it's the kind of tough we chose. Why? Because it allows us to reach bigger financial goals whilst also having the freedom to prioritize things on our terms. So how do we make sure it stays that way? How do we make sure that the businesses we build continue to set us free rather than becoming something we're enslaved by? Well, that's exactly what I'm using this podcast to find out. I'm Meredith Page. As well as being a wife and a mum, I'm a marketing strategist from regional Australia. I'm connecting with the small town entrepreneurs from right across the country. I want to know how they make it work, raising a family and running ethical businesses whilst maintaining mental well-being and healthy boundaries. And every now and then, I'll throw in something I've figured out too. This is the Meredith Page Podcast. speak to a little bit about the unexpected benefits that consistent marketing can actually bring you and this came from something I'm experiencing but also something that um, one of my clients sort of identified with me recently when I work with I create her content for on a monthly basis so what we do is we create like a blog post this gets repurposed into like her social media content reels articles for LinkedIn things like that and one of the biggest benefits that she's seeing in her own business and in herself as a business owner as every month as we kind of get together and we clarify okay what message are we putting out there this month who are we talking to what do they need to know what do we want them to know in order to prepare them to do business with you like what kind of headspace do we need them in what we're inadvertently doing is we're actually refining that message over and over again so every month you're coming back to who do you serve? What do you do? Why is what you do unique? Um, why is what you do important? How is it different to other people? What gaps had you identified in the market? Why are you doing this in the first place? What do you notice your customers are missing? What are they lacking? What are they not getting? Um, so as you circle back on that month after month after month, your message gets clearer, it gets more refined, and you in and of yourself get more and more confident about what it is that you do, who it is that you serve, and why what you do is in fact important. And that isn't that wasn't the the intended benefit of this. We were just looking for consistency and clarity and just constantly putting out really high value content that meant something to her audience that prepared them to work for her when when they got to that point in their own buying cycle. But this is something that she she pointed out to me. She said, I feel I feel like I know where I stand and I feel like I know what I'm doing on such a deeper and more refined level now after having worked with you. Like she said, I feel, and it was really nice. She kind of said, 
I feel like I've got this deeper sense of pride in what I do now because I feel like I know what I'm doing inside and out after this constant mark. The marketing has meant this constant rehashing and refining of the message. So when you're first starting out with marketing, sometimes you feel a little bit vague on the details. That's normal, especially if you are just starting out. You are just trying to establish a consistency across a couple of key platforms Feeling a bit vague on the details is super normal. I get that a lot with the clients I work with. But you've got to start somewhere and you have just got to just start. Um, it's this whole idea of the imperfect start, you know, like you just got to get going and find your way. I've talked a lot about in previous um, videos and podcasts and everything that I've done is that like I first started out, um, my, the content I was creating was markedly different to what I do now. A, because I was just figuring out what kind of content I liked. Um, I was figuring out what I was offering. So for the same thing for me, my offering has changed dramatically since I first started marketing. It's gotten more refined and more specialized. Um, but the best the best way to find your way and to just try everything and see what fits for you, just throw yourself at something and get started because you'll get all your clunky videos and your awkward photos and your like over-engineered stuff. You'll get that out of your system where you don't have very many followers. Then as you accrue followers over time, you're also going to be refining your messaging and going to be get a lot more polished. Like I speak a lot better on video now and I speak on the fly a lot better now. If you go back two years ago, my videos were either highly scripted, very robotic, or there was a lot of ums and ahs and pauses that I had to make people sit through. But that's okay. I had like 50 followers back then. They hung in there, which I really appreciate. But it wasn't like I was speaking to the masses like that. So there's this really nice natural thing that occurs with marketing where as you get better, your audience grows. And so they kind of compound on each other. You get better at what you do. That attracts more people that you're suited to work with. And then it builds on itself. Your message gets better. Your message gets more refined. Your audience gets more closely aligned to what it is that you do. You start seeing the benefits of that in terms of like customer inquiries and questions and DMs and emails. So it has this really nice compounding effect. Um, my business coach, Tori Kopke, um, she's one of the coaches I've worked with over time. She's fantastic. She specializes in regional and rural business women. She has what she's, and she should TM this, it's, it's Tori's law of compounding visibility in that any time you show up, the benefits of that will compound over time. So how do we begin to tell our story on social media? This is like the, this is where I kind of see a lot of business owners then hit the brakes, like yeah, they can totally get the idea of consistently saying something valuable on social media about their business. But then it's like, I'm a plumber. I run a bakery. I'm a hairdresser. I'm a professional services provider. Like, the heck do I say, what, three, four times a week about that? Like, on the, when we're kind of looking at our business with, like, for the first time in the context of consistent marketing messaging, it can seem like there's nothing to say. Um, You'll quickly realize that's not true, but you kind of got to get on a roll. This sort of thing, like again, it feeds off momentum. So how do we first get momentum storytelling about our business? I want to give you my super secret. I was taught this in year two and it was I was taught it in relation to news. So it was about helping us fully flesh out a story um, and fully articulate an idea. And so when it was our turn to give news presentation in year two, we had to cover who, what, where, when, why, and how. Uh, so who was there, what happened, who, what, where, where did it happen, when did it happen, why, why were you there, um, how, how did you feel, how did things play out, and then there was always what happened next. 
Um, and it's so fun, so funny that that's kind of stuck with me and is something I use in my professional career now. Because it's a really good way to break down any kind of complex sort of idea that you want to articulate into really, um, really kind of easy to think about sections. So when you're trying to come up with regular marketing messaging for your business, um, think about what you do in terms of exactly that. Who? Who do you serve? Um, who are your services best suited to? Um Who's the best kind of person for you to serve? What do they look like? What are they experiencing? What are their what are their problems, pain points? What are they going through right now? What are the things that they're going through right up until the point that they need you? Who? Um, who are you? Like, what's your backstory? How did you come to be in business? Um, how did you come to develop the particular way you do business or the way you do what you do? Um, where did you study? What qualifications do you have? Um, who's on your team? Maybe give a little spotlight on them. So think about all the who elements of your business. Flesh those out. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna sidestep here for a minute and make the really important point with social media is that don't get caught saying too much. Don't rob yourself of what could be seven posts on social media by saying it all in one go. Um, and this is where working with someone, like I work with my OBM, um, online business manager, um, and I do this for my clients because I see my clients doing it, where we want to sort of say everything in the kitchen sink at once. Mm-mm. Keep, social media people have they're in browsing mode anyway they're just in like flicking through a catalog kind of brain so they're not looking to absorb dense amount of information anyway so keep it to single um sort of individual thought bubbles and that's that's what each of your posts should be keep it keep it tight keep it concise keep it simple um say one thing and then if you feel yourself going off on a tangent, take that tangent, make it a new post. Don't rob yourself of content that you can use later. So flesh out all the who elements of your business. What? Next one. What? What is it that you do? What is it that you sell? Um, what is it that you use to to deliver your products or services? Give them a behind the scenes. Like this is a tool that I use. This is a technique that I use. This is a bit a bit, a bit about what goes into the what that is what I do for a living. Um, what about it is unique? Uh, what about the way that what you do is unique to your business? Um, what was it that made you go this way in the first place? Um, what's the one thing that you would like your customers to know, know, understand, do um, before they do business with you? Um, what is one thing that your customers can do right now to get started? Like, there you go. Think about all the what questions. If you've got a team, get your team together. Get yourself an old school whiteboard. Throw ideas out there. And look, you've already you've already seen that there's these are at least seven ideas in each of these. There's a week's worth of content if you want to post every day. So even if this was a weekly sort of like toolbox meeting you had with your team, where it's like, all right, guys, we're going to sort of, everyone got to come up with one what question. Everyone's got to come up with one who question. Work it in your routine. Work with people that understand your business. Bounce ideas off them. And again, once you get momentum, you'll see how much there is actually to say about your business. That's where you're up to. Who, what, where. Where are you located? Where are you from? Where are your customers typically? Um, where do some of your like where do some of your ingredients come from? Where do some of your tools come from? Where do you get inspiration? Um, where can customers where could customers find you theoretically, not in a creepy way? Where can customers find you on your day off? Um, 
unpack all the where aspects. Um, who, what, where, when. When's the most appropriate time to work with you? Um, is there a, is there a particular season that's relevant to your business? Is there a particular point in the customer's life cycle? Um, is there a particular time of year? Is there a particular event? Is there, think about all the when when aspects of your business. Um, when's a good time to start getting prepared to work with you? When's a good time to start? Um, when's a good time to start doing research? Things like that. Who, what, where, when, why? Why is my big favorite? Um, why is so juicy? Um, so why? Why is it that you do what you do? Um, uh, why did you get started in the first place? I know some of these sound similar, but you might actually find yourself, um, again, sidestep here. Sometimes you might feel like you're posting the same thing over and over again. You've got to remember a couple of things. A, not everyone is going to see everything that you say. Like they've got a litany of choices as far as where they scroll. So they're not going to see everything that you say. And even if they do, it's just going to reinforce the point, isn't it? I don't think anyone's going to DM, in, DM you and go, mm, I saw similar content in a post of yours last Tuesday. Y'all want to mix it up because I'm watching. No one's going to do that to you. Don't worry about it. Um... So, where was I? So, why? Um, your big why. Um, you know, why is the way that you do what you do important? And that's the big, big one that I always like to ask my clients when I'm doing like websites or marketing strategy. Why is what you do important? Because if it wasn't important, you wouldn't do it. So, why is what you do important? Um, and really sit with that. Really unpack that. Like, I'll give you mine. Um, so, I like to work um, pretty much exclusively with regional rural small businesses. Why? Because if I can help them make their businesses more profitable, more easily, and give them back more time, they are the kinds of people that will take that energy and they'll tip it straight back into their community because they are the ones that coach soccer teams and run barbecues and sponsor charities and show up at all like the like the not-for-profit courses in their community and they give our teenagers their first job. Like all my all my jobs whilst I was at um like while I was in my teens and my early twenties was pretty much with family businesses. Um like these people are fantastic cutter people. So if I can help them make more money easily and give them back more time, everybody wins. That's my big why. Um, personal why, I like working for myself because it allows me the flexibility to create a lifestyle for the family, my family. Um, allows me to take pressure off my husband who's an absolute gun when it comes to working hard to serve our family. So me being successful in and of myself lets me alleviate pressure on him. Um, so why? Why is going into your why is such a, it's almost like self-care via marketing. It's such a great way to get back in touch with the fundamentals of why you get up every morning and you do what you do. And again, like you might be a plumber, like, you know, you might be an electrician, you might be an auto elect. Like so sometimes these guys in particular struggle to come up with their why because it's like, I'm just cutting out the middleman so I can make more money. Good. That's a great why. Like, or like you might have been sick of seeing sloppy workmanship in your industry and you thought the customers deserved better. Um, like, I've got a great auto elect that we get all our work done through. And like, he is so good at um, Jack Schaefer, auto electrical. If you're in like the Foster Tunkari area, he is a brilliant auto electrician. Like, because every time we work with him, he comes up with the 
best solution after asking us about what our needs are. And I've seen him wedge himself into the most uncomfortable positions to then make that possible. Like, most, um, I guarantee most other tradies would be like, okay, the easiest way for me to achieve what you want is to do it this way. Mm -mm. Jack always says, okay, this is what you want to do. I think this is the best way to do it because it's going to give you X, Y, Z options, this flexibility, this feature. Now let me squeeze my six, he's probably six foot, six foot body into this tiny crevice to make that happen for you. So Jack Schaefer's Auto Electrical, guys. I'm going to put that in a Google review. He bloody deserves it. Um, but see, like, there's, I, I can look into that guy's business and see his why. Because it's so obvious because it's the way he conducts himself every time we do business with him. Um, so, yeah, unpack your why. It's such a nice thing to do for yourself as a business owner. And this is one of the reasons why I love marketing. Marketing is just an opportunity to fall in love with your business all over again. Like, it's just another great way to dive back into why you started this in the first place. So the more often you can do it, the better. It's going to be better for you. Um, rather than focusing on tough clients and bad days and things that don't go well and whoops moments and missed emails, you get to come back to thinking about, well, you know, there's a bigger picture here, you know. And I get to remind myself of that every time I sit down to think about some marketing. So, back on track. Who, what, where, when, why, how. Really fun one too. How do you do what you do? Give them a bit of a sneak peek. Give them a bit of a teaser. Um... Yes, unpack all the hows. I mean, by now you can kind of see all the different ways you can come at how. Now, Miss Duncliffe also had, um, I think it was, who is with you, who, what, where, when, why, how. There's six. The seventh one she always had, I remember it, it was like there was a blackboard. Yes, I'm of a vintage where we had blackboards in our classroom still. Whiteboards didn't hit until year six. Why didn't they blow my mind? Um, she had seven cards above a blackboard. Seventh one was what happened next. What happens next year? You go and get yourself some really quality marketing content because you now can get that ball rolling and now you can come up with some really good stories to tell about your business. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you do. Your business, you're, you're a really interesting person. What you do is interesting. Like even though you do it every day, I guarantee anyone could walk into your office, back room, shop and go, oh, that's cool. Like... Try to look at your business with fresh eyes. I guarantee there's something really cool going on with what you do every day. And you probably work with some really cool people. Um, you probably come up with some really sweet techniques that no one else would have even thought of. I guarantee all that's sitting inside your business, just waiting for you to talk about it. So um, I'll include the I'll include that who, what, where, when, why breakdown in the show notes, just to give you a bit of a refresher. Um, I've got to give Jack a shout out now that I own one. Um and I just tag me in whatever you come up with. Do your brainstorm, get your team together, do your toolbox, do your brain dump, get your VA, get your personal assistant, um, get your 2IC, do it, come up with something, tag me in what you come up with. I would love to see what you come up with, especially those juicy why posts. Can't wait to see.